Yo, minasan, konnichiwa, welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Ninja Eddie. Now check it out. Today, we're going to continue talking about coronavirus. As yesterday, I mentioned about、uh, how things are going here in Japan. But what I didn't talk about was my actual experience dealing with coronavirus myself. I actually got tested, so did my wife and my son. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story how that went down. So, before I get to that, let me just set up how everything happened. So, in the prefecture I live in, when the whole thing, the whole、uh, diamond cruise、uh, happened, I think it was around January, maybe, I want to say, or early February. No, 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 it had to be January. There was a cruise ship. Uh, I think called Diamond Princess. I think that was the name of it. Oh, yes. And if you hear any sound effects, that's just my son doing the side commentary or doing special effects. So, for my prefecture, there was one, one crew member that actually got coronavirus from the cruise that she went on. And the crazy thing was is that she actually was.、Uh, She lived in the actual neighborhood where I worked before in my last job, which is crazy because、uh, I don't know exactly where she lived, but she lived in the same town. And I remember it was like, to me, it was a big deal because I was like, wow, you know, it's not like where I live, it's a countryside. So pretty much everyone knows each other. So, and especially where I work, worked before. You know, I, now, you know, I live, I, I live in the city, but I worked in the countryside area. Anyhow, the woman that was contaminated, I don't know who she was. Obviously, they didn't disclose that information, but, you know, I remember about two to three weeks later, you know, the three of us all woke up very sick. We all had a high fever, we had a dry cough, and we also, you know, had,、uh, what do you call it? You know, very dry throat. I remember it was hurting. And I remember the three of us woke up like for no reason. We just woke up like that. So I was concerned. And my wife actually thought we had it. She already was convinced that, you know, she said, you know, you got it from work and this and that. And remember, we went to the clinic. And I remember at that time when we got to the clinic, when we told them what was going on, when they heard about the symptoms, they were actually. Taking a little bit of back, they were like, uh oh, maybe this is the virus. So I remember they were very careful with us. You know, we were, you know, they were extra careful, let's just say that. So I remember、uh, the three of us getting tested for,、uh, what do you call it? For the virus. I remember、uh, my son was first. And I saw what they did to him, and I was like, uh oh, that's gonna happen to me. So what happened was. Uh, they, had a long, they had a long cotton swab and,、uh, and they shoved it down his nose. I remember I was like, WTF? What was going on? Because I, I didn't know that's how they got tested. I remember、uh, they shoved it down his, his,、um, his nose. Obviously, he started crying and I couldn't blame the kid. I, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is. This is gonna be bad for me too. So, you know, then they took it out and, you know, and they, they were gonna test the sample and then they did it to my wife. And 
then it was my turn and I was hesitant because you know you know I didn't want to get anything shoved in my nose or anything like that you know the, the last time uh, I read about that was they did that to uh, when they were uh, to the mummies you know back in the Egyptian days they would shove something down their nose and to uh, what do you call it to mummify the, the mummy I remember that was my initial feeling at that moment in time and you know sure enough he he was gonna put the cotton swab but he didn't shove it down my nose he just he stuck it in my throat and obviously I gagged and then he uh they took out the test and I was surprised that it didn't do that to me but they did it to the other two and thankfully the test came out negative but they asked they asked me to come back the next day because they were a little bit more concerned about my son because they said they said that maybe you know he had influenza you know they so they they weren't sure because they said that the test came out on the border so we came back the next day and they uh they checked them out and they retested them and everything was good but i might i must say that moment in time, I remember I was already uh, fearing the worst. But like I said, you know, because I don't, I still don't understand how in the world we woke up sick. It was just so random. I blame it on my wife. Blames it on the vaporizer because uh, growing up as a kid, my mom would use a vaporizer for uh, when I had a stuffy nose or I was congested. So I thought the same thing. This would help out my son and, you know, because he sometimes, you know, had a stuffy nose and things like that. So when we got it, I tested out that night and that same night, the next morning, we woke up all sick, all three of us sick. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just plain coincidence, but we all had, like I said, high fever. We all thought we had the virus. We were all like, oh, it got me. But thankfully, we survived that mayhem. Everything was good, you know, we, we got through it, no big deal. Anyhow, that is my little small story regarding the coronavirus. You know, if you, how about you? Have you experienced any, you know, possible coronavirus contamination or have you been tested? If so, please let me know. Shoot me a message at livinglavidainjapan at gmail.com or shoot me a voice message directly on this podcast. I'm curious to know about the stories. Plus, you know, how about you? Are you taking any precautions? Are you doing anything different? You know, like I say, like I said yesterday, I wear a mask pretty much every time I go outside. And when I'm home, I don't. But, you know, wearing a mask is a daily habit of mine now. Hopefully... Uh, this thing is over I I read somewhere that in the states it's supposed to finish by 2021 I, I haven't read the actual article I saw that on a headline that they're predicting that forecasting that in 2021 the virus should be gone in the US and that is crazy I can't imagine myself staying in a in my house for 18 months that would drive me crazy but i mean if you find something entertaining to do i guess you could entertain yourself but my question is how are you, are you going to 
live this lifestyle, I mean, do you have enough money to live for 18 months? I certainly, I don't. I mean, I don't know what plans, if this is true, I, I don't think uh, they're going to let this happen, especially with the Trumpster. I mean, he wants to open everything now because everything is money, money, money. And of course, uh, he could care less about the people. But that's another story in itself. I'll talk about that another time. You know, also, if you'd like to hear more about my stories or my experiences here in Japan, if you have any suggestions or anything you want to know about Japan, please message me at livinglavidainjapan at gmail.com or shoot me a voice message directly on this podcast. Anyhow, that is all for today. I will continue to bring you stories or anything I have here in Japan. I try to make things interesting. If you, like I said, if you have any suggestions, comments, anything you want to know, please subscribe to my podcast. Please share my podcast to everyone. You know, this is Ninja Eddie. You've been, you are listening to Living La Vida in Japan. I will talk to you all later. Hasta luego. Matane.